stay low, go fast, kill first, die last. One shot, one kill, no luck, all skill. Hello, this is Risky Krisky, and you've stumbled upon my podcast. I'm also on YouTube, so go check that out. But if you like all things shit hits the fan, minute man, prepper, medical skills, and just pretty much anything Red Dawn type invasion, well, this is your place. Buckle up for safety, motherfucker, because we're about to go balls to the wall. Risky Krisky out. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of LARPing Live. I'm your host, Risky Krisky, and today we're going to divulge into gas masks for civilians. Um, This is not going to be your prototypical Myra Safety commercial um, for gas masks. Now, if if you're listening to this and you make content, uh, I'm not picking on you. I'm actually not even able to think of one person or one content creator off the top of my head that I am critiquing, if you will, because that's not what this is. Um, It's just my thoughts, and I haven't seen some of these points brought up yet as they pertain to civilians and preparedness. Um, Now, do I call myself a prepper? Uh, Not really. I am prepared, and I'm preparing constantly for whatever events uh, or food insecurities or, you know, disaster maybe heading our way. Uh, Conflict is what I think it will be. Um, But regardless of that, a a lot of guys in the prepping community and gals, they, they talk about how they've got their gas masks and, you know, it's just, it's another tool in their toolbox that they're, you know, a checklist, right? Okay, we've got the gas mask. Um, And I just, I, I almost think it's so overlooked the whole philosophy behind the gas mask and the realistic consequences of all of that, that people are not taking that as serious as it needs to be. And even more so, it's like, it's such a deep dive that it's almost impossible, in my opinion, for a civilian to be fully prepared or even reasonably prepared for an event like that, unless you're like one dude or something. If you have a whole family and you're out buying gas masks, um, you know, spend your money however you want. Who am I to tell you otherwise? But what I c- can tell you is this. Uh, if, if you don't have gas masks for your whole family and filters and suits and a way to decon and, you know, a way to get in and out of where you're going... And your family, like, let's say you have kids, like, are they going to keep those masks on? Do you have the ability to change the filters? Where are you going to be where your family's going to need them? Like, what are the situations in which you foresee you putting on a gas mask? And really what I would, I would like to get across to people is this, and this might even be a fucking short podcast. Um, I don't really see any situation short of very specific gas attacks, if you will, chemical agents being used or CS like riot gas being used. That's a situation where I foresee a a pro mask or a gas mask being um, useful for the civilian. Why would I not choose the others? Well, because, you know, what are you going to do if a sarin gas attack happens? You think the gas mask is going to fucking help you? 
No, it's going to eat through your skin. Um, so like there are literally chemical agents out there that when you put that gas mask on and it hits that rubber and the plastic, it's going to melt it to your face. And then you're going to want to take it off and you're going to die. Um, <clears throat> so realistically, if a majority of the agents are used, the odds of a full fucking CBRN suit, like a level three suit stopping it, are still fairly unknown in my mind, right? Um, the, as a civilian, are you going to be able to do this by yourself and put all this shit on and take it off without getting contaminated? No. Well, how does he know that? Well, I'm hazmat certified as a firefighter. Not like a hazmat tech, but I've been through the hazmat courses. I had to have refreshers on them all the time. I've had to set up the decon stuff. I've been in the levels, the suits, all the way up the chain, all of them. And it's, it's not practical for the average dude, much less, like I said, um, if there's an attack, what are you going to do? Sit in your basement and I'll have your masks on and your infant's going to have that little baby Myra safety mask on for fucking how long, right? Not to, and I'm not shaming Myra safety, quite the opposite. I think they probably make the best gas masks on the market for civilians at a reasonable price. I'm not affiliated with them in any way. Um, would I take a gas mask if they sent me one or a couple? You know, fuck yeah, I would. Because all I have is some used surplus M45s. I've got a decent amount of cartridges for them. I suggest getting the 40 millimeter screw-in cartridges, the NATO ones. Um, but really, what do I have it for? I have it for if worse comes to worse and I'm out doing Minuteman shit um, and the enemy decides to use CS or tear gas, which is possible, especially if you're up in a building. Um, are you like, so here's the thing that I, I want a lot of veterans to understand and people who have been around CS gas. What you have experienced and myself included, because I went through all that with the tablets and in the gas chamber and everything multiple times, not just once. Um, that is fucking nothing compared to, and that's just like, we're not even talking lethal agents on a scale of one to 10, the gas chamber. And, and I'm, you know, take it for what it's worth. I was an 11 Bravo in the army. You know, I did a lot of this as an infantryman. So we go through OSA, one station unit training. We go through the gas chamber. Um, I, I, we had to do it at, at Bragg again, but you, when they set these tablets up, these CS uh, tablets, and they ignite them, you can still see. It's like hazy in the room, like somebody's hot box in the room or smoking in there. But you can see through. And it chokes, you know, you gotta, you can feel it on your skin. You gotta take your mask off, recite what the fuck ever they tell you to recite so that you experience it on your face and in your eyes and in your nose and all your mucous membranes. And then they make you talk to the point where you expel all your oxygen and have to breathe in. That's the whole point. They want you to have to in inhale it, get the idea of what it feels like, so that it's not the first time you've ever experienced it when the shit's going down. So that's like a fucking one or two out of 10. I'll tell you one that uh, blew my mind. When I was in rookie fire training uh, for the city, we go into the basement of the, one of the burn buildings on the premises and they have our whole class down there and they bring down one of the SWAT officers, the city SWAT guys. And I think he was like their EOD their explosive ordnance disposal tech or one of them. And he's like, I got these CS grenades that are about to expire. Um, and I guess they use them on the fire recruits and the police recruits to show them, you know, the limitations of their equipment and get them acclimated to what that sensation is like. This 
This dude popped, I don't know, three, maybe? It could have been more, but it wasn't a fuckload of them. It was just a, a couple of them, you know. He popped these grenades, and it was... He sat. He oversaturated the environment. So it was the smoke inside there, the CS smoking gas was so thick, you could barely see your hand in front of your face. So when you when I talk about is hazy in the fucking gas chamber in the army, multiply that by 100. And that's what it's like. That's what this was like. Um, so I do everything, take the mask off. I, I had to recite a mayday. Um, which is what we call a lunar, a location unit, name, assignment, and resources needed to get you out, right? So I pop the mask off. I say the lunar. He's like, he's like, cool. Now take a deep breath in because he realized he knew what I was doing because um, our instructor, he was ex-military and he knew I was ex-military. So he's like, fucking breathe it in. I breathe this shit in. I can't even take a full um, inhalation breath. My whole airway seized up and locked up. I'm talking no air in or out. Um, I could see the stinging. I mean, it was bad, but the stinging, it stung my skin more than anything. I was surprised uh, at how bad it stung my skin just because of the content or the amount in the air. But it was not like when I was in the military where I could just continue. And, you know, I've seen dudes smoke cigarettes in a gas chamber before. I'm not even playing. And it sucked, but they were just trying to prove a point that they're hardcore. Um, you couldn't do that shit. Um, with these SWAT CS grenades. So then take that a step further. I know a guy um, who's a SWAT dude. And, you know, there's a story. He, they they did this hit, and I think the guy was like an ex-Green Beret. Um, I don't know the circumstances of why they were at his house or doing whatever, but there was like a police standoff. And uh, just for the record, my buddy's a patriot, right? He's not going to be disarming you. I live in a place where, for the majority of these law enforcement officers, are pretty good to go. Um, so they, they hit this dude's house and he's barricaded in there. They know he's dangerous. They knew he was like an ex green beret and they're, they pop a few holes, cut a few holes in the building, uh, send in some CS grenades. So can't find him. Nothing. Hours go by nothing. They keep pumping it full of CS grenades. They finally enter the house. They go search the house. They can't find him. They make their way into the master. This dude, they go into the master bathroom. This dude's got the water in his tub filled up and he's in the fucking bathtub with a gas mask on with the just the top little uh where he's breathing in sticking out of the water he said they yoked him up out of the water he thought he fucking died <laughs> so he said they ripped off like what the fuck are you doing i thought i died <laughs> i'm like yeah bro yeah so when <laughs> do i tell you that to say hey uh the only reason i'm wearing a gas or i'm getting gas mask is so i can you know Use it to my defensive advantage when the police raid my house or the ATF comes to kill my dog. Uh, no, but are you realistically going to put a gas mask on your family and expect to survive a real CBRN or NBC attack? Um, it's a fantasy. It's a fucking fantasy. So these agents, like when they contact your skin, some of them are literally so powerful that you will convulse. And I'm not Again, this is not hyperbole. This is literal what happens. Your body starts spasming to the point where your muscles and shit will be ripped off of your bones. And this is going to be graphic, and I'm going to end it here because I want this to hit home. Um, if you look at like Waco, when, they, when you incorporate certain 
and I'm not going to go through the motions here. You could probably look this up. I'm not advising you to look it up, but when the police use these CS grenades and in combination with a few other things, um, and there's fires that start, it it causes noxious fumes. I want to say, I, I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but I think it happened at Waco. And when they found these bodies of these kids um, afterward, what I had just told you would happen to them. The spasms, horrific, fucking horrific stuff. Like people look like they've been suitcased up. Okay. Just get that fucking image through your head. So you think that gas mask going to help? Nah, son. Um, it's not going to help. Have a realistic idea of what you're getting yourself into. Is it worth the wait? Is it worth the time, effort, money to go into it? Maybe. Um, but to think that you're going to you're gonna live through anything because of that, don't put your faith there in that. Put it into uh, your location. Having time and distance away from potential hot spots, okay? Put it into having food for yourself. Put it into maybe a, you know, I, this sounds crazy, it's a lot of money, but like a bunker or something like that. That would help you more than gas masks for your family in my opinion for a majority of the situations you know maybe one thing you could do is if you had them and you were using them to escape an area with your family but also you know that is that puts a lot of things up in the air are you going to be able to escape like if you're that close and that kind of weapon is used what is what else is going to be happening um so just food for thought right this has not been some crazy long podcast. I'm not trying to sit here and, and tell you guys I am the CBRNE expert. Uh, is there an E on the end? Maybe it is energy. I think that's like the direct energy weapons and stuff. But um, yeah, if you're looking for a gas mask, they're cool. Uh, they are great for if you are considering going up against tear gas or CS gas, or if you're using it offensively, uh, or excuse me, it doesn't matter offensively or defensively. If you use the CS gas, you want to have that mask because the wind could change. It could hit you. Um, do I think it's a good thing to have when going up against um, tyrannical large governments? Probably so. Is everyone and their mother going to be going up against the tyrannical government? Probably 97% or more will not do that. So my my thinking is, unless you are in a position... To where you take this Minuteman or militia role of yours very seriously, and you you have plans to you know form up and fight legally uh, as a militia or as Minutemen when called upon by your country or your state, um, then maybe you consider putting one of these in your pack with a couple extra canisters. But is that going to be worth the the space it takes up versus the opportunity and chance of you using it? That's yet to be determined. Um, to make the point fucking 10 times over, I'm only really concerned with gas masks for CS gas, not for fucking fallout, not for anything else, because that shit is so nasty. And if they deploy that now in the United States, um, it's going to be bad. Yeah, it could, you know, it could potentially help you for like chlorine, maybe gas, but like stuff for like disasters, you know, if a tanker flips over a rail accident happens, but like. That's not that's not realistically what I'm talking about here. It's more or less combat operations or defensive-minded Minuteman stuff. Um, it's not really been a long podcast, so I'll, I'll advertise that uh, just so you guys can maybe listen to this on your way to work or before you fall asleep tonight, and just put that uh, put that little bird in your ear saying, "Hey, 
you don't need to drop fucking four hundred dollars on a gas mask right away. Maybe um, you know three months of food storage for the same price would be better off. Or maybe you know putting that four hundred bucks, or you want to get three gas masks for you and your wife and your kid, and you're going to spend a thousand bucks. Maybe you save that towards you know <laughs> realtor commission, and you try to get a little bit farther out of the city. You know, I know that's pretty crass to say, but you know, it is what it is. I think it's a tactical fantasy that any civilian is going to really utilize gas masks outside of defending themselves from CS in a, in an urban environment or in a suburban environment when it's being deployed on them by a larger, uh, tyrannical government force. It has been known to be used in the woods and in combat, uh, but generally it's the United States guys deploying it, um, like, for example, Mac V. Sog, they would deploy that when they were being overrun or when it was an outrageous amount of individuals attacking them and they were running, setting up, you know, time delay, 15 second time delay claymores, 30 second time delay claymores. And they were tossing those to slow these NVA down so that they couldn't advance on them so quickly. Um, so it's just it's not a whole lot of situations and much less the visibility. Right. Like if you have if you see all these cool guy videos and they've got the gas masks on like let me tell you what if you think you're going to do anything tactical with a gas mask and you have not done that or, or you're not in absolute fucking peak physical performance and your firearm is not set up for that specific mode of shooting you're gonna be shit out of luck yo um you need that higher optic you know you, we make fun of these guys running the super tall optics gas mask use is when that shit comes in really handy about that's about the main time, that and when you're passive aiming under night vision, um, that high mount. Also, having extra canisters available, because let's be real, if you have the gas mask on and you're in a military gas chamber, that canister is going to last longer than if you are oversaturated in the basement of the fire burn building, like I was telling you, because the parts per million is higher. So it oversaturates that filter um, quicker, quicker, quickly, quicker. What am I saying? Uh, yeah. Also, um, if you, if you're still listening to this and you're like, yeah, no, I want to have that capability because for whatever reason, I fully expect to run into that kind of shit. Um, I would look into again, not, not plugging them. I don't, I'm not affiliated whatsoever with them. Myra safety does make the, is it, I think it's a positive pressure system. So like as a firefighter, it's a negative pressure. So I have to pull in and inhale, like I have to suck air in order to get air. It doesn't just flow freely. So when you're under exert, if you're exerting yourself, you're not, you're slowly starving yourself of oxygen. I don't want to say suffocating, but you're not getting as much as you normally would because you're having to work in order to receive it more. Um, you have to overcome that pressure barrier in order to inhale. So what we do a lot of the times if we're super strenuous activity as a firefighter, we'll crack what's called the bypass. It's a little knob close to your nose, and then that can allow air to come in on its own. It, it'll make noise. You know, you hear it seeping in, and you'll waste your air faster, but you can breathe easier. Sometimes it can defog your mask, but a gas mask doesn't have that shit. It's just you breathing in, trying to overcome it. So then put in adrenaline dump put in, you're in such a dangerous environment that you had to put on a fucking gas mask to begin with, put in gun shots, put in life or death combat, um, and organize, uh, shooting, moving and communicating potentially, you know, let's talk worst case. 
you're probably going to pass the fuck out. You're going to throw up in your mask. You're going to get killed because your, your situational awareness is dwindling. Um, one thing you can do to help that is that positive pressure system. And I don't know what it's called. So you're going to have to look on the actual website. Um, and other companies I'm sure make them. They're probably just fucking outrageous expensive. But what it does, it's like a, it attaches to your back. Um, so whether on your plate carrier or in a bag. And it, it looks sort of like a, a cooling fan on like a computer. Um, but it's, I think it's like two of them. And it, it, well, is it a fan? It should be. Right. And it probably filters out the air and and it pushes it into the mask to provide you airflow, thus making hard work easier. So a lot of time um, and this is what we'll end it on. Go search like Delta Force or Navy Seal CBRN and you'll find that those guys are rocking gas masks, but they have tubes going to their back. And that's what it is. It's a machine, a battery operated machine that pushes air into the mask, helping them. Um, but realistically, if these guys were going into the worst case scenario, they'd have full fucking suits on that would have special tape securing their, the, the cuffs around their ankles and the cuffs around their, their wrists and everything. And somebody would have to scrub them and scrub the layers as they're removing it. So you'd have to have a whole team just to put it on and take it off much less operate uh, within the danger environment. So it's, uh, it's borderline fantasy. And if, uh, if you have any thoughts on this, I'm open to being wrong here, right? Uh, please let me know if I'm wrong. If you have something that I missed, uh, it would be great for you to tell me. I want my eyes to be open in that regard because I think this is just one of those things that might be a little bit of a reach and not totally within the realm of plausibility that that this is going to be uh, an item that's going to you know be worth it right now is there a chance that you're going to be like in the shit and say man i wish i would not have listened to Krisky and bought a gas mask yeah it's a non-zero probability but i feel comfortable enough saying that i think there are other priorities that might need to be checked off on the box first and if you're kind of on the rope, should I get a gas mask or not? Um, you know, what I did, I got a cheap little M45. It's a little bit older. I made sure I got one in good condition, uh, good enough condition, and I got a bunch of filters for it. Sealed, still in date, NATO filters. Little small trick. If you're like me, you got facial hair. Keep, and it sucks, but it's better than nothing. Keep a little disposable razor, tape it inside the mask. Um, or like in, keep it in the pouch. So if you got to put that shit on quick or in a couple of minutes, uh, you can shave your face and get a good seal because you will not have a clear seal with facial hair, um, which is the general reason why firefighters do not have beards. Um, all right. That's about it, guys. Y'all take it easy. I have a, a new armor sponsor. Check them out. AT Armor. Um, you got to use a special link uh, if you want to get me a little bit of that commission off there. You don't pay any more, but it helps out the channel and this podcast. So y'all go find that. I'm not going to pester you with ads and commercials, but take it easy. Joe Biden. Oh, here's the last thing I forgot. Holy shit. Got all the Christmas lights up. Well, a majority of them up. I feel like freaking Clark Griswold. My wife. Now she said no, but I, th I might do it anyway. I might just ask for forgiveness later. I wanted to put FJB and Christmas lights on my roof facing the road, but she said no. So since she only said no to that, 
I might buy lit FJB letters on Amazon Prime and like put them in the yard and just not tell her and just and just do it and see what happens. So we'll see. If I do that, you bet your ass there will be a picture on Instagram of it. Take it easy. Chris Keys out.